Welcome to the Will Podcast. We're here to entertain, inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark. I run with the Will and produce Digimon on Blu-ray. I'm A.R. Palver, Year of the Rabbit indeed. I am DevQ and I am literally herding cats right now. At least it's not a rabbit trying to bite you. That would be a bit too on the nose. You say that, but... Dev, it's been 13 minutes since we connected the call, and every 30 seconds you've been attacked by something. If it were a rabbit, it would be it would be too funny. No, no, the rabbit passed away of old age a long time ago, but she did bite a lot. Uh, how? It has been two weeks since the last show, a week since the new year. How has everybody been? Outside of time. I, I don't remember. <sighs> Retail still is hell. Yeah, and I'm in the midst of working on shows and shows and shows and being tired. <sighs> and then, talking about shows, it's Ghost Game Episode 58, Pyramid, which feels... I'm trying to decide if this is like the most disappointing episode to me so far. Is it 25000 Pyramid or $100,000 Pyramid? Uh, I don't remember what it was when I was growing up, so I can't go with the joke. Probably $100,000 when I was growing up, probably. Yeah, probably. I think it was for me, too. It's, they should have just gone uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple with this one. See, I this was... One, this okay, is, this that, one's not worth that much. That was going to be... I was going to make a Legend of the Hidden... <laughs> Legend of the Hidden you Temple. You can't besmirch Olmec by tying him to this episode. Yeah, th- yeah that's why I didn't. <laughs> so, I, so I have a better episode title, which I'm pacing to you two right now. No. It's too late. Unless we come up with a better one, that's what it's going to be. So, I, this is a weird episode for me, because it really feels like an episode that snatched defeat out of the jaws of victory. Like, so much it, so much was going for this episode that could have made it good, even if the episode was mediocre. And instead, it was just so mediocre, it felt like, eh. Remember a couple episodes ago with Sirius Mon, and it was a very standard episode, but with just that little bit of extra gravy that made it seem kind of cool, even though absolutely nothing happened? This was the same thing without the gravy. Yeah, this one's yeah. weird. Like, So we start off with, you get, you know, work being painted at a museum, whatever, something grabs his shoes, and we get the main crux of the episode, which is the riddle of the Sphinx, which is generally a plot point that most of us should know to some degree from various fiction is a Sphinx asks you a question, and if you don't get the riddle correct, you're punished in some way, which normally is like transported to another dimension or, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yes. And then it's a very basic plot, and it works well because it doesn't require much in the way of setup outside of, hey, this is a Sphinx, and then you have to deal with it. Yep. yep. And that the guy's scared. He thinks it's a prank, which, again, great setup, where he thinks that, mm-hmm. you know, he's working at a museum. There's an Egyptian exhibit. He thinks this is someone fucking with him. This is a good. And he looks up, and he sees ancient Sphinxmon, and he gets digitized into a block of stone, which looks very familiar as far as stone goes. Again, at this point, I'm actually really happy because there's actually some good framing shit going on just in the first 40, 50 seconds. Yeah, it's like, this is acceptable. Yes. And then we jump to Ruli playing piano and Gorman reading. It's like, ah, these are indeed plot elements that have shown up in the last 58 episodes. I don't recall <laughs> the last time Ruli played piano, but it's, ha- but it's uh, happened more than yeah. once, so it counts. It's, yeah, it's I'll at, get to that. It's Yes, it's at least not... 
what we've talked about a few times recently where they do something. It's like that happened once 50 episodes ago and it's never been mentioned since. And we're supposed to pretend it's recurring. And it, we'll get to that not yes. being recurring when we yeah. talk about Rudy. And later. then like we get, <sighs> we get the piano recital set up really. And the others are checking clothes for it. It's noted Ruli is not in piano class, but loves piano. She just doesn't like their recitals. Who does? And also, I don't really see the plot idea of somehow the elementary school student or junior high student was the one who decided, I don't like the recitals, so that's it. That's generally not how that works, but okay. And then Gorman's yeah, like... Usually, that usually pull that usually is something that we've introduced before or will have some sort of yes, resolution they have not. They have not at any point mentioned Ruli like leaving piano class it's just she played piano in a few episodes and was relatively good at it that's not I wanna like cir- i want to i want to circle back to this okay later that's fine when we get and, to her when we get to the climax this is important for discussing and Rudy. then we get angoramon Ang- actually and then angoramon sitting there radius like yes piano is fun cough and then uh, i like f- listening to piano her friend yes. kyoru leaves practice the teacher notes the shoes which i don't like the that shoe, doesn't make sense. The shoes. <laughs> I, so the shoes was. I get. I get why to, they needed to concoct a reason for Rudy to be able her, to identify yes, the shoes. When exactly. They again. But but also like why is she wearing? Like I get it, but like they they don't even she, concoct a reason why she has them. She, on. She's just had an airhead moment and like yeah, oh, fair enough. And then whatever. She, she does the riddle. I will say this. I did not attempt to transcribe a single riddle. I could not be bothered even when I was happy with the episode. I, I guarantee everybody attempted to try to solve the riddles and probably got like one yes. or two. Because that seems to be the consensus. And in the end, nobody cares. And now she's a block. It was completely unrelevant. And then Ruli finds out a friend yeah. has gone missing. Everyone goes with her to look. For some reason, the entire gang's around, even though later in the episode they clarify at no point at this point do they think Digimon are involved. It's just everyone's there to help. Uh, Kyushu recommends they go her route home. Ruli's re- oddly like annoyed that he's then, helping. Well, if they're if they're getting the if Ruli's getting the gang together to find Kaoru, why are why are they getting this gang together and not her friends? No, that's right. But he also doesn't think it's Digimon. Related. But also like for all. His problems. Kyosho is actually trying to help, and she's getting actively upset that he's suggesting obvious stuff, which she has not said. Like he. My got... only guess is that she's kind of pissy because, like, oh, her friend. Oh no, is absolutely. Missing, but, but like, but he's being a weeb about it. But no, that's the thing. He's really not being weeb, even though, as everyone says, he's... he is giving anime references. But like, fuck, trying. He's, he's, being, he's being a weeb in a productive way. Yes. Yeah, but she's like twelve. So. Now. The weeb thing. Really the weeb thing is after suggestion when everyone realizes he's taking notes, and Jellymon's like, "No, he's imitating an anime," and then he yeah. trips yeah. on an indentation. And I mean, if it's going to be a weeb, at least he's being a helpful. And weeb. here's where the shoe's important. Gamamon finds a shoe, and really can go her shoe, yeah. and then and then Esmimon pops up, going, "I found a shoe," and everyone they, kind of ignores did, it because they did more. They did more work <laughs> to establish why Rudy recognized the shoes than they did to establish why Rudy doesn't care about piano recitals. Yes, yeah. Um, and then Hero's like, "Huh, people vanishing." I've heard of this online and did not look into it any further. Yeah, right. Uh, That's um, the weird thing. Like they're constantly looking for weird shit that happens. To the point that almost every time this happens, they know something is going on. 
but I also would establish how much weird doesn't, bullshit it doesn't happens matter until it doesn't no, matter until somebody and that's what i mean like this has apparently happened hundreds of times already like and yeah. they yeah and then, it doesn't it doesn't matter until it impacts their friend circle <laughs> And uh, God bless, Jellymon is mostly bothered by how many shoes they find, as is really elsewhere. And there, to be fair, there's a good reason why. But at this point, they have not established, like, that the leaving shoes behind are a thing. And then another guy gets turned into one. And then heroes grabbed also. And then, God bless, Gamamon, this is a Digimon. And everyone and Hero's shocked, and now he's a block. Kyushu... Kyoshiro recognizes the scream. Gon's knocked away. And then that's it for Kyoshiro for this episode, basically. Yeah, rest in peace. And then Ruli's annoyed. People aren't answering their phones, which is odd because Ruli's done this enough times that she should know if they're not answering the phone, something's gone wrong. And then have GPS indicators on all of them. And then the dumbest part of the episode Jellymon and Gamamon show up, explain their turn to stone. It was a Digimon. And then Goromon's legitimately shocked at the idea of this and for once he didn't say oh it's such and such mom no but that's a thing like like i could understand like like really being surprised not really but i can like pretend i would be but angoramon being shocked that a digimon's causing problems in the real world at this point his entire shtick is kind of knowing stuff and then we see then we see the blocks being made into a pyramid kiyoshiro still yelling for help even though he's a block Mummymon recognizes the story. Uh, did they ever establish why they went to Mummymon? I have no issue with them doing that, but did they explain why? Like, why Mummymon and not Kakmon? Like, he was there. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I, I, was, I, I kept feeling like I missed some explanation for why they went to Mummymon. Hey, feels Mummymon, like, you know how the cure turned into, stone, turned into a block uh, itis? And then he knows who does it, and then Goromon's like, that Digimon can't exist, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then, Please. I don't know why, I was actually, I really like the and ancient Sphinxmon appears in the movie theater demanding answers to a riddle, everyone gets turned to stones. The only issue I had with the scene was, no one's bothered by the lion who walks out of the screen. If they thought well, it was 3D or yeah, yeah, trailer. Yeah, I had the same joke that's, in my head when the, I wrote my notes. That's, but that's probably the joke they were intending. But they never did the joke is the issue with it, is to me. They only commented that, like, oh, yeah. this trailer's weird. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Thing. They didn't do it. Okay, I, I rescind my complaint. They did do it. They just didn't do it well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the ghost game motto. <laughs> and then uh, Mummy Ma notes, ruled over death and destruction ancient times. Uh, lives are nothing but pebbles to it. It's still building the pyramid. It enjoys that as the pyramid gets closer, it's turning to gold. Uh, Mummymon and Erdramon, because Erdramon's here now, they both notice something happening, and the pyramid's just there now and floating. Like, why the fuck is this here? And then it was to a certain percentage of completion. I think yes. they did the same thing with like the castle with the Witchmon episode. Well, no, that though, like she was artificially powered up. She had a bunch of witches standing right there. Here, they haven't actually like framed what's happening yet. They do, but they don't frame like that. And then Angormon's bothered by voices coming from the bricks. Jellymon and Gamelon recognize the clothes, which I don't know like how I feel about like the, you can vaguely see bits it's, of clothes from the bricks just so they can do that. It's impressive that both Hiro and Kiyoshiro ended up being NPCs even though they were not shaped as such. Yes. <laughs> and then uh 
as people are going to start taking photos, really activates a field. Mummy Mon's in <laughs> awe, as it really is ancient Sphinx Mon. The pyramid's nearly done. We get cracks in the sky. What's the name of the great one who will... King who manifest from the cracks. Pharaohmon, the ruler of the ancient digital world, who I'm pretty sure Shoutmon beat up a few years ago. Yep. Yeah. And Strider, like we've seen him before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was it was crosswords. Yeah. And then Mummymon isn't happy at this idea at all, which there's a plot issue I have with that later. Uh, ancient Sphinxmon's like, really, will be the capstone. I don't know why she has to be the capstone. He could uh, grab anyone. One of those... just she's literally just the last one. Yeah, available. it's one of those where they just decide. Fair it's the same thing as, as um, with um, Kazuamon deciding Hero yeah, is going to be the last one. And then... It's just the, the one who's given them the most problems. No, that's going fair. to be the most problems is going to be the, yes. and the then, final. And uh, then we get Warp Evolution. And then Gamamon and Jellymon also attack for some reason. And uh, I would I would say great. they I would say they do about as much as you'd expect, but Lamortmon doesn't really do much either, to be honest. They Leroy Jenkins it. And then Lamor- yeah. and then Lamortmon just kind of refuses to answer the questions. Mummymon also attacks, which bless Mummymon for trying, like I appreciated that. Yeah. And then Lamortmon gets in like and, a, it's like I may I am a healer, but And then the <laughs> then the hero of all Espimon decides to take him on one by one, throwing his mighty Mott bombs and then instantly getting blown away, which I think is becoming like a Team Rocket joke at this point. They just don't point it out when it happens. It's, it's happening. It's the enjoyment that I get out of the... Although, need Espimon to, to show up. Yeah. And then Ancient Sphinxmon asks another ruler, and then Lamortmon gets blown away again. Ancient Sphinxmon attacks again. Ruling Erdramon rush in. They get knocked. Ruling falls. Lamortmon jumps and grabs her. He gets... Fucked up. The pyramid. This is, the people, this is way less riveting than it sounds. To be fair, see, here's the thing. I can make it sound riveting. It's. <laughs> I, I, I would say it probably is more exciting the way I'm framing it's, it than it is. It is. It is. And then there's only one stone left at the top, which is not news to us because they told us this a minute or two ago. A sarcophagus. And then we're told again about one stone. And then Ruli's feet gets grabbed and the riddles ask. And then. And Gorman asks about if it has a piano and talks about novels, desserts, all this stuff. Really the same thing. The VV activates. And then Angorman wants to learn more and really Go ahead. This was the the big twist I really didn't like. Is yes, you here's the ancient issue. Sphinx, yeah, well, Ancient Sphinx Mon is going on with these riddles, and then all of a sudden like they do this 180 and all of a sudden it's about him and Pharaohmon not just demeaning mankind and just ha- not having a civilization worthy of them and that's sudden and that's the that's what perpetu- that's what um gets Angoramon and Ruri in on their tangents and is their key to their evolutions and all that stuff but it's like none of that is set up by the episode it's like ancient it's just, is railing against mankind contributing to having a civilization and it's going around with these stupid riddles really yeah and then that's what you got for civilization that's and what you then, got for culture and then as the vv yep. starts to activate and gorman's like i want to learn more and Ruli's like i haven't found a hobby yet and i was just like wait what yeah yeah like, where did this come uh, from? Wait, can we can we go into so, our character breakdown? So, actually, I think- so yeah, here's the thing, and I know what AR is going to say. 
if they had done the work in prior episodes, this would make sense based on what we've been told of her, but that does not necessarily come through in the show. Is she's supposed to be very bored with NUA. She's supposed to not know where her place is. Mm-hmm. But the show that's, does not really do that. So this is that's where something we were told yes, about Rudy. This is where constantly, but we never get to see it in any episode. Ha- and meanwhile, we do see with the sides that we Angoramon. do see of her being the being like the honorary goggle head because yes. Hero and Kira ain't gonna do it. But the, yes, that's, exactly. That's the side of Rudy that we've gotten to know and really establish with her. These sides are completely compatible with each other. And I now I'm like just lamenting this missed opportunity. No, and that's why to have both of these sides of her together, like working together, that works so well. Like that would have been a really interesting character. And just for her to, that's why her going into all that, I'm like, that's not a side of her we've seen it's, much yes, at all. It is, it, worth, just, it is worthless it's because it is only something that existed in text descriptions. The show never showed it to us. If the show had gone three out of ten effort, this would have made sense. Instead, they don't even like try to connect us to really. She's like, I need a perfect hobby. No, tell us you're like trying to find your place in life yeah, or show, something. Show her doing different, trying out different things. And then the and evolution. And then them. the evolution itself sucks. It's like a bland copy of the Serious Mon one. Like, I know it has some unique touches, but like, there's a reason why, like, in adventure, we only it was get, just there. In adventure, we only get mm-hmm. two ultimates. In O2, we only get one. In Tamers, we get more. We get a number of them, but we also don't get them for everyone. We in Frontier, in Frontier, we only moms. we don't get final levels for everyone. Even in Savers, there's multiple characters we know that either don't get them or get them in a small way. Here, they're just copying it for everyone. If you were going to do, like, the heroes writing Cano Weissman for the evolution, don't do it for the other two, because then it's just something the show does, and it's not fun. It's like a weird... Disappointment all around. It is a weird, bland copy of Sirius Mons 1, where you could have done something interesting. If it was almost exactly the same, but without Ruli in it, I would have liked it more, I think. Kishir and Jellymon better have a great one, though. They better do something. Look, here's the look. Look, I'm being 100% clear, and I'm only half joking. She better do the fucking monkey. If she does the monkey, I'm hoping. If she does the monkey, I declare the evolution sequence a success because that's all. Everyone I know who has seen that design, whether they watch Digimon or not, go, oh, it's based on King Gainer. Does she do the monkey? Because that's the entire point of doing that joke. It's sort of like you have Jellymon, and she does electricity stuff. She talks about Darling a lot. The entire joke is she's love, and they lean into it, and it's fun. If they don't do that with the ultimate form, I will actually be upset. And okay, talk about the ultimate mind because I'm going to lavish faint praise on something. See, here's the thing. Briefly. I will say his design looks better in animation than what we've seen in the Sprite and artwork. I, oh, that's under that's understating it. No, he, he the design's was, very the design for everything, is go ahead. for everything we've talked about in this episode. The main discourse I've seen online with this episode is how uncomfortably hot Diarbenmon is. That's the main <laughs> see, takeaway see, from this see, episode. I, see, I see everything see, we've talked see, about. See, I don't care about that discourse because it's always bland. It's always fucking the same. I just I don't care. The design- no, this is the I have that's just the consistent. I have never had. I've never had this much, this character, this Digimon oh, it, is uncomfortably hot 
for new evolutions before. Okay, but like, here's the thing. Here's the, th- no, like here's the thing. Here's the thing. For new evolutions. Yes, but here's have. the thing. For the time that most of this shit has been social that media, is, this is fun- This is functionally themselves. the first new one. This happened when we saw War Raymond's ass in 2020, and that's not a new one. That just happened to be what was on at the time. The, the discourse is exactly what I expected it to be. And then the, I, the design. Like, don't people remember Flagermon? And then he slashes an ancient Sphinxmon. Knocks the weird thing is, it's like they really talk about how great ancient Sphinxmon is. It's like, okay, this dude who just showed up is like stopping him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I will say, I, I will say that one thing I have noticed is that the evolutions is that as bad as Rudy, this Rudy side of things was, Angoramon's was okay. And I have noticed that with both Gammon and Angoramon, it does the evolution does seem to be from the Digimon's perspective. So I I would analyze things a little bit See, more. From I think they frame the Digimon's it as, character's I think development. they frame it from both perspectives. It's just they we care so do, little about what they've done with the kids that we're they ignoring. Do, but it. It, they do, but the Digimon seems to be triggering it more than the kid this time, which yeah. I'm I'm acknowledging that as a pattern. See, I'm not sure. See, I'm, I'm not more, sure. That, I'm a little okay with. I it. think it's more that we're just dismissing the kid's place in it because they do so little. I think the That's, show means it to be equal. Um, we're just so, ignoring it. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but it's like both times, tried, like the kid didn't do that great job. Both times the kid was under the duress, and the Digimon comes up with a big monologue. And here, Anil and what Angoramon says about defending his experiences with and desire to see more of human culture that does track with Angoramon. No, it character. does. I wish That's we had seen more so, of it though, and for it to have more functionally I, mattered at some point. I think we've seen enough of Angoramon's puffery to not need more of that. I think we're okay. No, as far st- as wait, stop, goes. stop. I, I, I will agree with you that we've seen enough that it probably is fine. I will not agree that the puffery somehow lines up with it. I mean, not necessarily the end of the episode puffery. I mean, all the stuff about oh, him oh, talking okay, about no, his fair, fair enough. Okay, I, I miss, no, I, I misunderstood you. Yeah. I, I thought you were talking. Himself. I thought you were talking about the end of episode nonsense, and no, I was no, like, no, no, no. Okay, the, like the, general the, yeah, the of... in between is like, oh, I just read this great samurai novel. All that crap. Yeah. That that stuff. That stuff does lead me to accept what he is saying about this in defense of this sudden diatribe about mankind's civilization. No, fair that that fits, and given the framing I'm seeing with the evolutions regarding Angoramon and Gamamon kind of triggering it, that worked okay for me, despite Ruri's being complete garbage. Okay, fair enough. And then Dear Bitmon demands it stops, doesn't need his permission, acts, knocks him into the portal, and it grabs him. So much and, for that. And then, it's like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Shit. And shit. then Dear Bitmon does the. Mo- the I, I have no issue with the show doing it, but it is like the most stereotypical movie. The kind of reaches your arm out to try to save them, but can't because it's too yeah, late. That was that's another it's an thing about noble knight character yeah. person. Which, I don't I don't have an... any issue with that, mind you. It's just a very stereotypical move to do. I don't have an issue with it them is. doing it though. I, it, what, the issue have I helped... have with it is the issue I have with it is does pray this really interesting and really like I'm really fascinated by this distinction between this Diarbitmon who's this noble knight guy and Lamortmon who's this ferocious uncontrollable <laughs> monster and they're never going to talk about that yeah. but I <laughs> want them to well the character profile actually does I don't trust the show to deal with that though yeah we've seen how far character profiles yeah. go I know are you saying you don't trust the lore AR 
uh, about as much <laughs> as I trust them to establish no, exactly. Rudy as being a interesting listless. character. And then here's where I have I to think really st- is an interesting okay, character. So, I just wish the side of her was part of it. So ancient Sphinxmon is gone. Everything starts to go back to normal. And that's where I have to stop to point out the episode actually fucked up in such a major way. It's impossible for it to be a good episode. The episode I'm ignored a bit late for that. But. Yo, definitely. They, the entire episode is the fucking riddle of the Sphinx. And at no point do they actually do an answer thing. At one point, they suggest one of them answers it correctly, and the Sphinx mocks them for doing it, and that's it. I was actually okay with that. I thought that was hilarious. No, but here's the the thing. Answer something correctly, and then have him sucked in the hole, so you have a reason to try to save him, rather than him just trying to kill everyone. Yeah. I was was kind of hoping someone would answer a riddle correctly, and then get turned into a block anyway. That would be great too. Yeah, and like, I would ha- be like have, yeah, have it just be bullshit. Do something yeah. because the entire episode's riddled the Sphinx, and they don't do anything with it. And now the Sphinx is gone, and he's hanging out with Piedmon. Like the the and... moment they introduced the riddle, I thought it was impossible for them to have a successful payoff on that because either it's going to be not go, either it's not going to go anywhere, or they're going to do the obvious thing if someone answers the riddle correctly. No, and and, and, here, with it or and, here, and here's here's the riddle that almost is always used for the situation. What grow what grows up on four legs and yeah, that, then well, changes like, to two legs and then and then ends up on three legs that's is the, the traditional riddle. Sphinx riddle. Yes. Like that's the historically the mytho- mythologically yes. and the, an- the riddle. And the answer, the answer is man. When it's a baby well, no, it's answer, on four legs. The then answer it's two is legs. one of those the answer is one of those Pokemons. I can't keep track of them anymore. <laughs> And then have you, seen that? have you seen that meme? I love that. And then ancient Sphinxmon goes, "Okay, that's fine. There's hun- there's a thousand Pokemon. You can't be expected to yeah, know them all. I'm sorry. Goodbye." And I then have done that. I would have. And then so everything, everything's restored. Kyosho's happy. Hero oddly's like, "I wonder if it's Ruli who saved us," because like they have to like say something about it without like them standing there. And then everyone celebrates. We get the light. People restoring. Sphinxmon's like. I want to no, evolve. Was, no, it was Rio. I want to be useful. <laughs> Mott Bomb didn't do shit. And then and Gorman's like, we should make sure everyone's okay. And then this is where the episode fucks up again. Mummy Mon is impressed, and as the sarcophagus vanishes, he's like, my king, there's hope for this civilization. They never established that he fucking knows him. They, the way they treated it, it was like he was, it was like some psychotic asshole he knew, not like it was someone that he actually had respect for. It was just like, oh shit, this this fucking species of Digimon is a huge yeah, dick. Like, He's gonna murder us all. Like, like, at least hint to us that okay, maybe the dude went evil, but at one point, Mummy Mon respected him, and he went too far or something. Mom, yeah, Instead, I mean, Mummy Mon, Mummy Mon didn't exactly start off on the no, best but that's foot, what I so. mean. Like, you can say that like there was a misunderstanding or something. Instead, at the end, Mummy Mon just acting like that's his king. And there's hope for these people. Like, that's never been anything Mummy Mon's dealt with here. We're like, we're sp- that's not what happened. He was confused. And then we get the piano recital, Anagoramon's Puffy, the end. I. Anagoramon's Puffy, the end. <laughs> not even a resolution on whether she like decided to pick up recital or Gen or. No, or they, they talked about it at all. Like she is, went to see that she went to see Kaoru's recital and it went fine. Is that what you wanted to, to talk about with the piano thing? That no, they don't resolve. No, I was. It was. It was the whole. Just the whole oh, idea the, of. Oh, okay. The um, circling, hobbies. finally circling back to her, or just addressing her being listless for the first time, seemingly, yeah. 
And that being the whole point of the episode. It brings me back to my favorite example, Buttery from Power Rangers SPD. I will forever use that as an example of the show jumps ahead of the plot. Because that just drove me insane. I mean, to be fair, Ghost Game jumping ahead of the plot isn't very hard, given the plot. No, it really isn't, but still, I would like to believe that at some point, things would go right, and they just don't. Because, okay, so... That that would be nice to have... Man, having consequences of an episode, that'd be great. Study Fouls this time is Ancient Sphinxmon. Tiarpanmon feels like garbage. Here's where I'm like, here's where I'm like weirdly torn about this episode. It's not good. The problem was focus. They just didn't fucking deal with it. We actually had like a focus problem to deal with, and instead it was just yeet into a hole. (laughs) They didn't actually solve like the quote unquote ghost mystery thing. They just threw him into a hole, and one hole. day, one day we will see him again with Paimon, Daemon, Dagomon, the mysterious man. Like <laughs> at least those, like their exits made sense from an ongoing plot thing. Here, it was a one episode thing, and they didn't finish off the actual plot. They just get beat him to death with the pyramid. Yeah. No. Okay. How about this? How about, the, how, about, how about this? Sirius Mon has to evolve to help Dear Bitmon, and he picks up the pyramid and just drops it on him. And then everyone turns back to normal. <laughs> Actually, in the co- in the in the chat, Ma- uh, Math Magician came up with the great. It's like the the Sphinx one starts oh, out yeah, with the starts out with the riddle wall, wall, wall walks on four legs. Dear Bitmon cuts one of his off and says, "Not you." <laughs> you know what? You know what the sad thing is: is us and chat have all made this episode sound far more exciting and fun than it is. That's a sad testament to this episode, because it was, like, just teed up to be something really good, and it had all the elements and just didn't execute. And then, we only have one guest this episode, uh, Hiroyuki Kinoshita, his first Digimon role is Ancient Sphinxmon, lots of well-known roles, uh, Ikkyo and Aijin, Mugensign, Bakumatsu, he was in Jinro, Megalo Blocks, Tiger and Bunny 2, lots of stuff, some good dubbed over roles, though. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. He's he often does the dub over for Aaron Eckhart, including his Two Face in the Dark Knight. Uh, he often does the dub over for Colin Firth. He was also uh, Ultron in Age of Ultron. And are ready for the best yeah. two? Mm-hmm. Please. When Netflix licensed Crocodile Dundee, they did not have access to the old dub. He is Crocodile Dundee in a recent redub of it. Oh my God, it's amazing! Hmm. And are ready for the best one? In the TV show House, he dubs over House. Which for some reason, like I I keep trying in my head to imagine that one, and that one's hard. Well, after the Crocodile D one, I'm now trying to hear House with an Australian accent Uh, speaking Japanese. See, see, yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm trying to think of what kind of accent would he do. That's almost like where you would almost expect, like, Kanzai Ben or something. Good eye, I'm Digidestiny Doctor. Can, can you make like a cane noise while you say that? Yeah. <laughs> like a clinking cane noise? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and the next time we get Jiraiya, episode 59, with Kiyoshiro standing there staring at me for some reason. And then. So, next episode on Naruto. Yeah. And then we have Guide it's, Data. So, Disco Ninja Frog. So, I will say this um, reading. 
I won't comment on the plot description too much. Yeah, don't don't it, read it, too much into these. Yeah, I know. It is very that, much it is very much the it is the Kiyoshiro so many it is the Kiyoshiro so well, episode we've been waiting for. Yeah, well that and there's there's a couple episodes here. It's like, man, this sounds like a great episode to deal with some to resolve some issues it's that not be going, going on to. with some side characters, but it's not yeah. going to And then episode sixty. God bless them, they're doing it again. Water ghost. Another water episode. Another water episode. And then no. it's the it's the water trilogy. And then episode sixty one revival. We can't mock much there, minus that I will say the episode has to do with really dealing with a friend, which was this episode. They are they just did this. But if they do something I mean, good with it, we won't care. I, but they won't do something I, I, good with it is the problem. I will leave everyone who, who is not reading the descriptions to fantasize for themselves what it's about. But I just want this to turn into Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then episode 62. It's coming more like Ghostbusters. And then no, ep- no. <laughs> That's the, too easy. And then episode 62. The Trevenor has come. Episode 62, The Phantom Floor, which is another Ruly Friend episode. Yep, this is the one I was thinking now, of. Now, yeah. here's the thing. I'm not going to say the full plot, but there's two details we need to make you aware of. The first is, I love the idea that people are just calling it Fear Condo. Fear Condo. And two, <laughs> they won't use episode 13 because a lot of people don't know that buildings often remove that floor. They that just, is a thing. They yeah. just go 12 to 14. Because a lot of people don't do that, they're having it be for 13.5. 13.5. Yeah. Because that's so much better. Because No, because you actually can't trust that people know that a lot of buildings go from 12 to 14 because people yeah. freak out about there being a floor of 13. So I will. I love the way around it. Is just going. It's a lot country to country. It's floor thirteen. It's and, almost like uh, you could have just had. It's like this is actually the. They could have just called it fourteen floor and explained in the episode that they don't have a thirteenth. But yeah. Or it could be like, like this building or, only has like ten floors. No, exactly. But floor. but yes, that's the way you do it. You do it where it's a ten-story building, and somehow they're on the eleventh floor in a ten-story building. Get some it Twilight the, Zone shit in here. Yeah. It was the 13th day of the 13th month. There's a song with that, and now I can't. it's going to be hurting my brain that I can't remember it. It's, um, I can't remember. I don't know what, I don't know what you're thinking of. I'm making a Simpsons reference. I know you are, but I'm, there's a song with that, like, has that in lyrics or something like it. It's probably the Decemberists or something. It's, I think it's the one where they talk about the year of Aquarius, I think. It was the oh. age of Aquarius. Yeah, I think yeah, it might be like, that song. I don't know. Oh. I only remember that one lyric from it. Well, yeah, that's because sorry. it was just part of, like, random... You watch yeah. Cartoon Network, and it had a commercial for, like, yeah. a and disc then, set from the 70s. Yeah. yeah. And then we have a new ED. And we, I've already forgotten what I've it's I've already called. forgotten it. And it's called Take Me Maybe by Penthouse. Take Th- Me Maybe. That's a... Interesting title. And I feel... So, my favorite thing is, have you seen the photo of the band? Maybe. That's a fucking band photo. Holy shit. I, I need to wait for AR to see this band photo. I'm hoping I've got the right, right... It's taking a moment to... This is when it always decides not to load with the Yeah, load. I preload every single thread just in case. Yeah. I don't. Okay, yes. I, I see Okay, just that. in case that oh, isn't loading for you. Okay, yes. God, that is... That is a banned photo. You got the one guy sitting on the fridge. The guy sitting... Like, what is that? A donut? Like, or something? There's a guy with beer and pizza. 
she has champagne. For some reason, the one guy has a tiny box of popcorn. Like, really tiny? And the other guy's sitting in the sink? Wine glass. Am I wrong? Is the dude with the wine glass sitting in the sink? He is sitting yep, in the sink. He is sitting in the sink. Yeah. There's a faucet right there. Yeah. And then, are you ready for the weirdest, stupidest part? Let's ignore, like, what's in the fridge. Remember how I pointed out the dude sitting there with the popcorn box? Mm-hmm. The dude on the fridge has an entirely different popcorn cup. Yeah. And one all, got a small and one got a medium. And also, on top of the thing, there's an empty container of potato salad. It, it's a very strange room. And it's also like, supposed to be like 406. And the, I just noticed the ground is like all dirty. Actually, the ground looks kind of. The ground and the windows actually look really disgusting now that I look at it. It's probably the break room of the recording studio. Yes. Uh, they made it specifically for the show. It's the first anime song for them. Uh, the single will be out in a few days. And none of us remember it, but I will say this. Uh, the. I. Kind of a boring song. I guess I need to listen to the full thing. I think Tenya Buno did some of the best art yet for it, to be fair. Yeah. And all true. it makes Espimon look like an interesting character. That's hard to do. Yeah. And Jellymon's a pirate. Now, here's where I have a serious issue with this. I have an issue with the thing that everyone loves about the ED. And here's what it is. If you look at it, it actually shows story follow-through that the show does not give us. It shows us like follow up to character to one off characters and stuff. Like, yeah, I noticed the Bostamon's in there for No, and behind Bostamon is Petermon in the ship. Oh good god, that's right. There's tons I didn't even see that. There's tons oh, yeah. there's tons of stuff in this that are follow up to the episodes all throughout this. And it's maddening because it's not positive to have that be a single frame in the ending. That should be shit in the show. It's insanely mm-hmm. maddening that like we're getting like weird character shit that does not exist in the show a bunch of these previous antagonists have all like formed this community together that would yes. be way more interesting to visit than anything we've seen yes and it shows like the characters interacting with them and going on adventures and shit gummon has a little backpack and like there's like a uh Espimon has a pouch. It's like they're going to and, do something. And Ginryumon's there. The show doesn't do any of this. Ginryu, Ginryumon doesn't often show up in the show. He just, he's just, just him being there. Is yes. Progress. It's the prize. Oh, yeah. wait, they remember yes, he even existed. So, yes, even someone in the chat points out, the ending has more plot than the show. Someone in the chat pointed out, that's what the issue I have with it. It's maddening. And then, end of the year 2020 art. I really love the art, and I really love... I thought it was odd how many people did not understand why Frontier characters were in this. Uh, Which one? The the Thank You 2022 art. Oh, okay, uh, I was thinking of the, uh, it was the bunny. Tw- the whole thing was the oh. 20th celebration of Frontier. Having yeah. them there makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah no. uh, in fact, I would say the least interesting visual here is Sirius Mon, who's just kind of like T-posing. Yeah, really? <laughs> Sirius Mon's like, Wait. they told me to stand here because I'm in the show. And the others are like, yep. okay, we just need to like float slightly above you so we're in the picture. That said, those three together makes me think, oh, it's just another War Greymon version. You know who should have been here? version and Omegamon version. You know who should have been here? Omegamon? No, there's actually a Digimon that should be in this image. And it's the app Shinmonzimon. Yep. 
Shin Monzimon is the closest thing there is to a 25th anniversary Digimon because they had so um, much shit happening okay. they didn't do a standalone one because and it makes perfect sense not to. But like you should have him there or have one of the cows saying goodbye because it was the year of the cow, wasn't it? Do they do the? I don't think they've. I don't. I don't remember seeing the animal saying goodbye, only saying hello. Oh, I know, but I'm saying like the, it would have been cute. Also, yes. it would have been cute, but also like the the cow Digimon aren't that impressive. Yes, but do what they did the last other. time: have Gilmon there in a cow outfit. I loved that. That's yeah. how desperate they were to fill out the cows. I just have Takuya They're there having... in a cow outfit. Oh God! And then you notice they have no such problem with the rabbits. Yes. Yeah. Oh. The rabbit they do, they have Angoramon flying, and then they have a banner with some of the best-known rabbit Digimon. That's how that's how amazing it is. It's some of although the there there is known. although there is a flaw. More than half of them are half of the one in the photos are in fact just one evolution line. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we got that. They pulled out the Gabamon plush celebrating the new year. Oddly, at first I thought this was the same photos last year, but I checked; it is in fact a different photo. It's just very similar. Oh, I also assumed it was the one. Yeah, I checked. Year. It actually is posed differently. I was legitimately shocked by that, but they did in fact take a different picture. Then the card game. Uh, weirdly, this time they went with the theme. Because last year it was just Bushi Agumon, I think. Which I don't think you can make that fit cow. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Um, then Digimon Partners. Uh, Digimon Partners, I actually really like what they did, where they do like an actual holiday card. It has the mm-hmm. New Year's mochi orange thing i always forget what that's called uh, yes and then digimon partners also went hey look it's vmon yep yes he is yes um and then they still Vol- want the suits and then each other. the best one volcano oda did art i love that one i know nice. volcano oda always doing it is very neat when he pops up years after he left bandai at this point, he's been gone from Bandai 10-ish years, and he still pops up enough that even new fans know who he is. Um, and then I did my normal New Year's There's no post. getting rid of him. He just lives in the closet. It was actually hard to keep track of everything we have coming up or know about, to the point that I'm sure I missed some. But like, even making the list, some big ones I almost missed. Like I almost missed putting the Digimon color on it. So much shit happened, I forgot, like, oh... They're doing a V-Pet, because they did 20 other V-Pets. And, like, the OST for Ghost Games coming out, we get Dig- we get Digimon. There's so much weird... Sh- if there's there- a lot. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Looking at, I'm looking at next order going, I'm not sure that's a positive, but hey, it's not bad. <laughs> it's, they're it's bringing it. They're bringing it back from the dead for whatever that's worth. It exists. And then, but yeah. And then a few they're days into the year... for a little bit more money. A few days into the year, 18th anniversary of X Evolution with a post that looks much nicer than the actual movie does. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rendering in the film is not this nice. <sighs> yeah. Um, it still pops up more than you'd expect. We got a model kit just a few months ago. Technically. We're getting a life-size door room on. Yes. I want it so badly. Wait, were they actually branding that X Evolution I... or not? I don't recall. I mean, what else are you branding Dorumon? Rearise. No, that's that. That seems yeah. Doubtful. That's cruel. Okay. And that would then, almost that would almost be like branding all fours from. And Favors. then we had a few more New Year's messages. The first one, 
This one got people excited. I wasn't at all because this was the most generic thing. Uh, in the th- did you look at the inner four gamer every year? They ask a bunch of game producers and other stuff oh, questions. Um, so for it's, most of the questions had nothing to do with Digimon. Hobble had some weird answers. Like the first was he talked about I think it was Devil Summoner two or three. How excited he was for it! It reignited his passion for X, Y, and Z. And then he mentioned he actually hadn't played it yet. Um, and ah. then, and they're like, "And what would you like to say to you know the question that's for like your audience? We are preparing various titles that will please Digimon fans. We hope you're looking forward to them." Thanks. And, and, and more, of course, uh, that is, is more succinct than his comments at Digimon. And God bless the Sweden translation that some people put up. We're preparing many titles that will please all Digimon fans. It's like that's not how that works. <laughs> that may yeah. that may technically be an accurate translation. Habu's not stupid enough to say that. That's I not. Mean. That's not. No, I I'm giving him more credit than that. That is not. He's not going to sit there and go. We're preparing many titles. Everyone's going to fucking love them. This is the guy, if you remember, they did a documentary about him regarding like, Survive yeah, in English. And in Survive, it was like, many people won't like it. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm, you're supposed to be hyping this shit. Yeah. Um, and then the more interesting one, and which got clarified just a couple of days ago, Masashi Hirad, who's a functionally the modern Volcano Oda, the guy who's functionally in charge of the brand for Bandai, had made a pair of tweets, basically kind of cryptic, like, hey, there's going to be an exhibition in LA. There'll be some actual news in the new year, but I'm giving it to you bitterly. And then we got that a few days ago. We got a logo for the Digimon fan meetup, which will be February 24th to 26th at the LA Convention Center during the Card Game Championship. I will say I love that logo. It's it is a nice logo. That's just the fact that they did an actual logo for it is cool. Um, the event will be Are you going. The event will have some of the art from the. I'll answer that shortly. The uh, it will have art from the Digimon Museum exhibition from last year. I assume that's where they'll have like the framed pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus giveaways, promotional items while supplies last. I assume I will not be going. Oh, my assumption. I'm. Kirk get probably going to be very busy then, but we will see. I just I can't imagine I'm going to rush to L.A. Convention Center COVID Central every few months for that. <laughs> Especially since, as far as I can tell, it's like to the side of the card all the card game stuff they're going to do for a few different card games. And I don't know how how knowledgeable are you guys about L.A. See that um, that's what I was that's what I was going to say. Yeah, like, like all, all of us outside Cal all of us outside California are probably like, well, it's in the LA Convention Center. Okay, so okay. It's probably just like across the street okay, from you. Okay, let me actually clarify this. LA Convention Center. Because I sw- th- this will be okay, to the LA Convention Center, there is traffic right now. From where I am, it's under an hour to get there. With 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 traffic. When I went there for Anime Expo... That's not as, that's not as bad as I no, thought, No, but actually. I should clarify, when I went there for... for I actually got a hotel, because it is so dangerous to deal with L.A. streets. Mm-hmm. Um, there were people I know who came in for Anime Expo a couple years ago, and they're like, I'm going to rent one of those scooters. And I'm like, don't fucking no, do you're that. Gonna die. No, yeah. you will actually fucking die if you do that. And then later they mentioned to someone else. And the response from someone else who's from the same from Southern California also was just to nod their head vigorously left and right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like here's the thing. It's a small meetup thing. It's the time to get there is actually not 
long as long as there's not traffic. But you also have to remember, it's 8 p.m. and there's flood warnings right now. No one is out. There's actually flood warnings where I am. And it still takes an hour to get there. Even if I were to get there, uh, that's not realistically happening. Uh, so I'm just going to assume L.A. is basically West Coast Boston as far as traffic goes. Uh, right concept, possibly worse. I will be very happy to post any photos or thoughts people have. I just don't expect that I'm going to go when I can probably use the time. See, here's the thing. I can meet people at Anime Expo if I'm going to go. It's just one of those things where, for this specifically, I just don't know if I... Yeah. Make someone else go and give you photos. Basically, yes. That's probably the plan. I I like the chat. I'm a realist. Or they may have been referring (laughs) to Habu. But that's possible. And then uh, the Blu-ray is out. People are generally happy, which makes me happy. I'm just very happy it is out and it is done. I still need to acquire the thing when I have time to watch it. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy that people are enjoying the captions and what few what extras we were able to put on it. A lot of people. I mean, you got you got DigiBloop that. That's oh yeah, a lot of people are like, "Holy that's... shit!" I haven't. A lot of people are like, "Holy shit!" I haven't seen these in twenty three years. I mean, that's the that's the crown of it. So, yeah. yeah, and I will say the interesting thing is a number of people have actually pointed out, and I thought this, but I wasn't sure. Some of that line art we never had in full color. Oh really? A lot of it we did, but some of it we did not. And in many cases, these are nicer than the color the copies we had. So that's a victory. And then the big one, which had been a secret, it was meant for the disc for various reasons. It's not there. The liner notes and introduction essay. Surprise! It's 240 pages. I still haven't finished going through all of it. Yeah, I need to look at that. This is where, like, when we've talked in the past about having good media literacy helps, the header titles just being full of references that I'm very happy with those. I'm very happy with the notes in general. Mo- a good chunk of the writing was Chris McFeely. And it was, it's been fun to see people go, holy shit, I haven't read his stuff in 20 years, and this sounds exactly like him. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, seeing people skim and find stuff they didn't know has been nice also. Especially stuff like the episode titles that were not necessarily correct when they first aired. And in a few cases, being able to track down actual screenshots of it. Because a lot of times you won't find first day airing of stuff. You might find right. this aired a month later. It's like, yeah. So yeah, I'm very happy with how that stuff came out. Uh, made sure got... Not you know, all of us were sitting there with a VCR ready to hit record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that we were able to make sure the V-pets were mentioned properly. And it puts it puts everything in really good context, I think. Although 240 pages may have been a bit much. Never. I I remember, I I liked when I sent it to Dev saying it was 240 pages and her reaction was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Or something. I don't remember what it was she said. It was something like that. It may have been like, aw. Something, yes, something like that. Yeah, I'm very happy with how it came out. Download the notes and read them, anyone, if you haven't, because I really am happy with how these came out. I'm really am. Like, a lot of people don't know that um, Epcar was not the original actor from Iotismon. His original appearance actually had someone else, but it was only, like, two lines, and he just wasn't there the next time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did have that weird, shadowy cameo that 
one yeah. episode. And that and what's weird is it kind of sounds like Epcar, but it's not. And in fact, uh, I'll let people discover who it is themselves. Epcar has played the same character as this person somewhere else. So it gets yeah, so it gets very funny. Maybe Epcar assassinated him and then took over all of his roles. No, uh, one of their one of the major roles they quote unquote share. The other actor didn't play until like three or four years ago. So it gets weird and stuff. And then cards. We're not going to go over all these because there's just too fucking much. We'll go over the new ones. So a bridge version is ooh, cards pretty. So we get Numamon. We get Monzemon. I like Monzemon, how you can see the Tokumon, like, <laughs> Um Then Shin Monzemon. I love that. That is a great looking card, honestly. I just So many are so good. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, that is. Let's see. Those are all reprints. Those are all reprints. Those are all reprints. Although I like that that Black War Greymon card's back. Uh, and then uh, the du- the duo that excited people the most first Tamer card Hocto. <laughs> that got people's attention. Yes, and then Blacktailmon Uver. The Uver art's so good. Uver, also, yeah. I like to believe that every time we're seeing this stupid restaurant, it's actually the same restaurant in the cards. <laughs> yeah, that is very cute and good art of t- Blacktailmon Uver. As if we uh, didn't have enough to. Assigned it to be the Uber Uber Eats. And then Espimon getting some of his coolest art yet. This is like a rare time when Espimon actually looks cool. Other than Ghost Game, he's fine. And then we get Hover Espimon looking completely unlike every art of every art of Hover Espimon tries to make him look like a cool character. And this looks like someone shoved Espimon into a yeah. costume. Yep. And I'm like, the same thing. He looks like a bumper car at like a carnival. Looking at this art is the first time I went, okay, this is a Hover Espimon I can imagine as the Espimon in the cartoon. Yeah. Because every art of Espimon we got has him like being this big like tank thing. It's like, I don't know if that matches the character I know. And now it's like this weird little like Dev said, bumper car. It's like, okay. Because whenever whenever Espimon does evolve, assuming he does, that's it's theoretically permanent yes so we're stuck with this this thing for the rest of the show whenever it happens yeah and in fact uh getting permanent evolutions like that is where you 100 percent see that kakudo was correct in fighting to not do that as much as possible oh right because like even when people go oh but saber leomon saber leomon turns back into leomon yeah once we get what ignoring that we didn't get much of ryudamon once ryudamon evolves at this point, all he can functionally do is the same stuff he's you would just, have Airdramon do. He's Airdramon yeah, too. He's, he's Uber. He can't fit into houses yes. anymore. Yeah. Um, let's see. Those are all. That said, I do. I do like that the permanent evolution is that the oh, fact I, that they so, go back is a plot element in Ghost Game. I'd like that them. T- I'd like them to talk about it. But yeah. It, it, if they talked it's about a, it, it's a nice to. distinction if they would address it. And then we get Wesen Gamamon. And due to the lighting, he's less green than you would expect. And then next to him is Gilly Duman. Being I very still think snipery. he's adorable. Being very snipery. And then we got... Him. Sorry, go Tuscan ahead. Raider. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we get Cow Scumamon going, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and then Fumamon not really looking like his art. You know what this? You know this makes me go. Somebody had 
Ninja Gaiden art and quickly fixed it. <laughs> this looks like it's a ninja from something ninja-y, and they just drew Fumamon over him so it would work. This is not the Fumamon that we have seen before in stuff. Close enough. Yes. Uh, let's see, those are all reprints. And then we get a massive new card starting with Galuskamon Regulusmon. And oddly, I'm not as impressed with these as I should be, and here's why. Nothing's really happening in these. They're both like they're standing there ready to attack, but they don't want to. Dusty random place. Yes. And that can be fun if it's a character we've seen enough of. Because it's characters mm-hmm. we haven't seen a lot of, it's like, oh, they're just not showing us anything. And here's the problem with that. Remember we got the battle art a few weeks ago? He was fighting yeah. Galus in it, and it was cool. And that's a better Galus Gaumon image than this, because he's doing something. He's posing dramatically in front of a sandstorm. And his chat is kind is kind of pointing out they have not actually dealt with the fake hero yet, and Espimon has kind of just ignored that. And then he forgot. And then we get what is probably the ultimate quick run through of one character that they've done. We get a uh, new tamer card for really with really good anime style art. Like this card looks great. Yeah. And then we get from Koki all of the. Angoramon family. We start with uh, Angoramon. Yeah, we start with Bosamon, who has Pionmon in it. We get so that card looks fun. Angoramon looks good. Simbare Angoramon, I like, but this is where it's starting to get too puddingy. And then we get to <laughs> then we get to Lamortmon. And I'm just like, I don't know if that's actually Lamortmon. It's Lamortmon. It's Lamortmon, who's it's who's just... kind of been degraded a bit, and his face is maybe a bit too flat. Because, as I recall, he had a it very he's been chasing parked cars. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you you have to go to the right. You have to go to the left, sir. We'll have your keys for no, you in a minute. Somebody, Please wait. Somebody draw somebody draw the little <laughs> traffic wands yes. into his claws. No, they're in the next. They're in the next card. Oh, there For they are. Bitmon. DR Bitmon found the code. I will say this is actually a great one. Minus that, like, I I would like to see the card be... He now has two cards, which are not action-y. They're just poses. And also, I just realized now he has little bunnies on the hilt yeah. of the sword. Yes. I would the like not to... action is The not action is actually... That seems consistent for him. Yes, he doesn't do anything. Yeah, he... T- Poses dramatically and makes people feel uncomfortable. We're, we're going to and be says, and says puffy stuff. We're going to be very cross with you, audience, if someone does not send us Lamortmon holding those fucking things. For now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so we also get. Uh, let's see, those are all reprints. Nice to see you again, Shademon. We won't see you again for a while. Uh, we get the c- clean packaging for RBO One, which we'd seen before, but. Not quite that nice, and the poster, which also had the Espimon card. And then, God bless English solicitation stuff, which shows early. Boosters at 13, we get our first look at art for Omegamon, Dukemon, and Magnamon. Along with a very royal name. It actually looks really nice. Okay. I was like, is this out yet? I could swear I saw I could swear I saw this in a store last week. Uh I one of the box, I think it was Booster Set 5, has Omegamon on the cover and isn't wildly... No, it said Royal Knights on it. This is definitely not out. I, this wouldn't even be... Huh. Pr- this is like July or August in the US. This wouldn't even be printed yet. Oh, okay. That's weird. 
What the hell did I see? Probably some accessory that said Royal Knight on it. Yeah, I mean, it was next to one, another set. In this one, they're like, it has all 13 Royal Knights, and they all get special parallel cards. That's why I didn't buy it. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, box toppers will be tamer cards. They'll be... Interestingly, there'll be a second box topper which features su- a new mechanic that won't be introduced until starter deck 15 and 16. So those will be the next starters introduced in Japan, so we'll see what those are probably very soon. Woo-hoo. And you can see Magnamon up in the top right corner of that art. Like, Dukemon's like, I don't know why I have to be here. I've already been on the cover of a set. Omegamon's standing there, and Magnamon's like, I have a movie to be in. Go away. Uh, Fun Digica uh, did a match with EXO4. Card battle started off a new event, which is a New Year's battle. They showed off some prize cards. Um, and then, as a special treat, loading up an image of we got a costume in card battle. I look forward to oh, you seeing this. That's the only reason I'd ever click on a card battle post. Yeah, yeah you, you will oh, enjoy Oh, that's nice. And there's a story behind the costume. You remember how they did the Christmas event? I believe she was the team captain of the losers. Okay. But here's the best part. Here's the best part. The costume is designed by Chiba, who normally designs and wears the costumes. It's the New Year's oh. Antilamon. Oh my god. Funny. Yes. Uh, and then some products to pre-order. The Frontier Pajama products are getting a general release. And those are for pre-order now, along with the Frontier Jogger stuff. So the Jogger stuff, I don't think any of us actually liked. No. It's just too too bland. Yeah, we don't need to talk about those anymore. The Frontier stuff, we all like. Mine is that because there's so little of it, everything's like doubled up. Yeah. Everything's like... like, This is the same exact shit. Everything's like, this is just the face, and here's the pillow where you can see the Frontier character who should have a product. Uh, those are all up to order. There's I don't, not, need, I don't think I, there's much to say about them outside of that, is there? We kind of saw all the artwork already, and this is. Just... I will say, I I 100% like the idea of having a Digimon hoodie. That doesn't quite work, and I'm pretty sure even if I ordered the largest one, it would not fit me. Yep. And then Digimon Journal. I really am enjoying this, but I really do hope that like profile they will branch out. Yeah. I miss Agumon Hakase and his glorious bullshit. Yes. So this time we get Omegamon Alter S, Weregurumon, and Lilithmon. And you re- I'm very happy for Lilithmon. I would say my issue is is they really should plan these better because like, okay, it went up a couple days after Lilithmon was in Ghost Game. It does not mention Ghost Game as a main appearance. Now, that's not really a main appearance, but with only four bullet points, I think they can go ahead and add a fifth one. Is trying to remember where Ultra S featured in Rear Eyes. I'm pretty sure it's just that you can get him. You can, that's the case with all of them, though. Yes, but they also want Need more bullet points. As I recall, he was featured very heavily when they added him to it because he wasn't in any games with a CGI model. Prior to that, I think the only game he had been in was they put him in Heroes using his profile art. Hmm. I and so and at some point, I have to go back to the, I have to go back to that page to see if they ever fixed the broken thing, which I'm going to do right now, because I want to know if they fixed it. Did they fix it? Did they? Did they? Ooh, they did. A Christmas miracle. 
because they originally had uh, where Grumon listed as one of his main appearances being the Digital Monster version two, and they didn't that he was not in that. I assumed that what they meant was version twentieth. They just removed the line entirely because he is in the version twentieth because you can get the Gabumon egg, the anime one. Ah, uh. yeah, and then. Then I feel like he's been in a lot, made a lot more appearances than those two. Though he, oh, he absolutely. I guess like he absolutely has way more stuff than that. Look, where Grumon has only appeared in the Digimon Pendulum Three and Digimon Adventure, nothing else. You can't prove a thing. I don't have the time to check it. We have to just believe them. I guess. <laughs> I'm just it's, like if you're gonna put down Digimon Rearise for Ultra S and only give Wearguru well, like two spots. So here's the funny part: uh, you could technically put everything Ultra S's in under Wearguruman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have liked them to make a mention of like how, at least for earlier appearances, like, hey, we can't decide if this fucker has a tail or not. Well, no, they they still switch, I believe, and De- I'm sure Dev. Because every time she loves it more and more, getting to see the avatars that are super high resolution, which gives you an idea of just how good quality the art actually is. That are holding out on us. Yeah, like, especially some of the old ones, like Where Grumon, it's like, wow, that really does look good. I can see actual details on it. And you can't have any of them, Dev. And then we get multiple Saturday batches. So first... The Toei Museum showed off stuff. They showed their beloved vending machine again. And also their Christmas tree, which had some Digimon decorations. I'm very happy for them. The best ones are the Tamer plushes hanging down below. <laughs> and you can even see a Leomon up above a bit. It's a very... Oh, it's, I didn't see the Leomon. Uh, yeah, nice. right below Leomon is Lopmon. And right to the right of Leomon, like right and down, someone from World Trigger. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, is that Sedge Bell? Yes, yes it is. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I believe there was a pop-up shop or something for an anniversary recently. Wow. Yeah. Still hanging around. <laughs> I just like, uh, I keep trying to like look around to see if there's anything like I didn't see in it. Like I keep looking, I keep going, there must be a Gabumon plush somewhere in here. And I just keep looking at all like the white fuzz. And it's like, nope, I guess not. Um, they also put up some well, more... Im- obviously because Gammon's being used for the New Year's yeah. one. They also put up a bunch of Jump Fest images, but the most fun one was actually the last one. Um, they put up Pulse Murata's deck for the Digimon card game. Pulse Murata does not work on the card game. He's the one who we always see for the Vital Bracelet, who is in charge of the development and always shows up in streams for it. His Digimon card game deck is Pulsemon-themed. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, so they put up his deck along with the full card list, shows him holding it in a photo that goes, I do not photograph in these. You can see under the card list the little photograph of him, and he he looks sad. That um, would be too cool if that yeah. was my deck. <laughs> Dev being mean. And then we got to see... So they only, for some of the Frontier music stuff, they didn't show it in detail. They showed, like, this is an example... The stands actually look really nice. Like, I'm shocked how nice these look. Like, I'm looking at, like, the zoom in, and, like, the art looks really good as stands, I have to say. I I was not, like, 100% happy with, like, the shading. But in stand form, it looks great. And Chalkmon's happy to be there. Um, And then 
Dev, are you alive? That was my cat, actually. Oh shit! It's the wrong <laughs> yep. cat. I was not. Yeah, I no. wasn't mauled. Yeah. Just decided uh, suddenly he had to make a break for it. And then uh, they're put going to be putting up some themed ghost game clips. The first one is ten scenes that show off the cuteness of Gamamon, and they've geolocked them. <laughs> you bastards! This no is cute Gamamon for you. Yeah. And then. For some music fun, the Digimon music producer showed off the decorations on Tokyo Tower, showed off all the Digimon music products, which I love them all just like being stacked there. Um, And then at Billy Billy's year-end 2002 New Year's party, he was there performing Braveheart. The back wall behind him had a bunch of Digimon theming on a video wall, and it was just fun. Yeah, I was really happy with that. It was a good one. And then... Uh, we have the packaging for the Angelmon model kit. This packaging fucking kicks ass. It just looks amazing. They've really been knocking it out of the park with some of the recent packaging for these. I just really love that so much, and that's out in like a week. Hell yes. It, that is great. I, anim- I definitely know one of my friends is going to like at least get one or two just to at least steal the wings off of. That That is amazing quality art that sells the product, I think. Uh, it just looks great. Um, then for Dreamers, we get the monthly chapter preview. God bless Pulsemon with his weird thumbs up. That's Bulkmon's arm, I believe. Yeah. And then Tenyabuna also put up art from Digimon Dreamers and Doc- Dr. Chigru, his other manga, just thanking everyone for the support. Pulsemon's there exercising, and the other dude's smoking. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, to celebrate the new ED, Yabuno put up, this is the art from the final shot of the ED, which he's reframed to be a nice image. I don't, That's I will say, very pretty. I was going to say this, there has never been better art of Espimon than this exact shot. <laughs> this Espimon art is so good that if you put a coat on him, he could be the second assistant to Agumon Hakase. Oh my god. Just, oh no. Just, no, can't you imagine this Espimon art with a lab coat? I, I can't, and I want him to get into a rivalry with Terrymon Shoshu. And they just fight. I want them to just argue all the time. No, there's only one assistant coat. They're both the assistant, but they have to fight over who wears the coat and when. Yeah. Yeah. This is our get along coat. And then, for some fun, uh, we get a few things from Kakuto. First, he showed off a photo that he commented on that was basically. Um, the hospital that he's at, that Mummymon actually is at, which is near a lake in UNO, and he posted a photo of it. And he also pointed out that the word they used used to mean, mon- uh, generally just means monument now, but used to just mean pyramid in Japan. And he's like, it's an Egyptian theme. Of course, Mummymon's going to show up. <laughs> and then yeah. we get some good stuff. So first, he shows off um, a music a, a music sheet book for Butterfly from when Adventure first aired. He says he can't play any instrument, but he had to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> he also mentions that he um, he worked with uh, Koizumi in the episode, and that's meant to be Noboru Koizumi. He's like, I've worked with him many times in the past. I find it hard to believe, based on these quality drawings of Dear Bitmon, that it's his first time working with Digimon. I checked on that, it turns out he has. He did a he did a small bit during Crossroads, and he may have done some Atmon. That one's unclear based on what credits I could find, but very little. Kakuto also pointed out that January eighth could be written eight one, and he insisted on doing that and making a special post for the day because of it. 
And then this is one of the few... Because here's the thing. A lot of times companies don't comment on if a show's going to end. They just kind of announce the next show. And they haven't fully done that yet. They sort of have, but not solid enough where we are going to comment on it. Kakuto has commented that for Ghost Game, he's been involved since the opening and episode 7. This episode for the weekend, which he directed, is it for him. For Ghost Game. Well, shit. He said it's currently still going, so look forward to it. So he Ghost Game, he's done with. So we can... Well, we've said multiple times when we think the show's going to end, and nothing I've seen changed that answer. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also got the profile art of DR Bitmon and Ancient Sphinxmon. I like getting it's a the... bunny and a kitty. And one is a kitty with wings. That's important. I, I like looking at the different lion heads. You got the one with the ball, which reminds me of the Tiger Zord. There's the one above it. If you look at the one on the left, it looks like it's depressed to be there. It's That's like it's gonna die. If you look like the one if you look at the head on the left side, it's like I had other plans. Why do I have to be here? He's very ennui. Yes. More so than really. Uh, and then it's time for questions. You guys in chat, throw yours up. First one that said ahead of time, someone said, what do we think can be done to improve Digimon Con now that it's not the first year? Under promise. <laughs> like, like, here's the problem is, is they made it out to be like a huge deal last time. Nothing they did was actually wrong. It's just the... Fr- Wrong in the sense of what they schedule. Yeah. But if you're going just, to but if you're going to schedule like forty minutes for games, you have to have something to talk don't, about. It can't uh, yeah, just don't don't lead off with the most disappointing part of the night. Yeah. Like like here's the thing. If you if for let's say they aren't going to announce new game stuff, only schedule twenty minutes for it. Talk about next order. Show a survive trailer. Give us some tidbit of survive stuff and go like we'll have something to show you in a few months. Wink wink. Don't sit there and then do Q and A where you can't answer questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was sad. And it's like it's very possible it's going to be kind of the same thing. Yeah, but just sk- but you can frame just, that you can frame that a lot better. Is yeah. the key thing. Yeah, like just give us updates on you know where Don't, if you've made any progress with story or and especially since translation is an art, everyone who does not understand came away thinking oh bandai claims they don't have money that's not what they're saying they're no. saying every, they're saying every idea that was pitched is not worth putting the money at yeah. like they're saying it's they're saying all these ideas aren't profitable yes they they are not going to do a big budget remake of the wonder swan games no god no i'm shocked and then okay i like the first one in chat that's a great question allison wants to know do you think when Thetismon evolves, Kiyoshiro is going to take off the bandages. No. No. I think there's going to be... I think that if they come off, it's going to be in a different moment, and the payoff's going to be really stupid. Well, here's the thing. Wasn't he missing the bandages a few episodes ago, and multiple people commented on that he just doesn't have them in that episode? I don't remember. I need to double check. I, yeah. think, I think it came up once or twice, but... I think it's just a running gag, and it's like it's going to find out that no. if, if he does take them off, it's going to find out that there's yeah, really it needs to be it needs to be, it needs to be more. Inter- well, we already know he's just a weeb, and since it's been asked in the chat, you can ask as many questions as you want. We may not answer them all. Oh, especially because I'm tired. And Ian notes that we've seen him take them off as he's go before he goes to sleep. Mm, okay, so makes sense. Yeah. Uh, then someone wants to know: Did we have a good New Year? Yeah, mm. it was all right. I worked. 
I went to Minnesota, hung out with the in-laws. Wasn't too bad. I began to do work, then I stopped because that was Saturday and I was doing something. And then work and I'm after this is kind of when my schedule normalizes from the past few weeks because I was out of town for a few days. Everyone, I mean, a lot of people, their schedules just go to yeah. crap. Like, over this like, like my, period. like my schedule. This is the last. Like, technically, this is normal, but there was so much to go over. Who knew? Tomorrow, technically, waking up tomorrow, my schedule is normalized, and then I can enjoy is the wrong word, but like get back into like the vibe of doing stuff properly. Um, but yeah, the actual New Year is fine. I flipped the CNN to see how there no alcohol was going. It, I, I will say this: uh, they about five minutes before New Year's, they cut to like, "Oh, we're just going to show the natural ambiance of New York." And then I waited because I wanted to see what it'd be like when they came back, and somebody had given something to Andy Cohen. I don't know if it was booze, <laughs> but when he came back, he was much happier than when he left. He was very like quiet and toned down. And then it was like fifteen or twenty minutes after New Year, and he was boisterous. Is like, I don't know if he's drunk. But he's definitely on yeah, something now. Yeah, just because there's no alcohol doesn't mean there's no ecstasy. Well, I believe it had been he had mentioned that he may have had a, a slightly sweetened uh, cookie or bakery good in his pocket, which he may have had at New Year's. What do you define sweetened here? <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what, but not sugar. Yeah. I don't remember the phrasing he used. He was being very clear that it was drugs, but he was not saying what. It, it but, was meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I, for, I mean, as far as I go, it was the, it was only the second time that I have um, spent New Year's playing a board game, which is a great way to start the year. Okay. Okay. Then, then we get some turbo questions from Allison. What are our opinions on the Blast Mode Digimon? I have minimal opinion on because they were kind of just meant to be like one, one sprite armored changes. up appearances yeah. rather than like anything. Fi- like, here's the thing. It's functionally, okay, this is Andromon. And now Andromon has slightly upgraded armor for a couple for a minute in a V-Pet. I'm not negative on it, but until they do something with it, it's just a slightly different sprite. It's not something that I see as special or unique until it's used that way. So I'm excited at the idea that they could do something with it, but for now it's just it's sort of like uh what uh Dev mentioned with where Groomon. Sometimes he has a tail, sometimes he doesn't. Yep. At the moment that's all it is. It's just slightly more interesting because nothing's done with it. So people can imagine. Uh and like and- kinda like with the ghost game uh episode summaries where it's like, oh wow this looks cool and it's not the episode. Then you actually see the episode. Yeah. Uh, anything to add there, AR? Mm-mm. Okay, then uh, who do we think will be the Ghost Game final boss? I mean, it kind of has to be evil Sirius Mon, doesn't it? I think it's got to be Regulus, yeah. yeah. Well, no, Regulus is um, the perfect, isn't it? Regulus is the perfect one. I forget or, the name. Um, I'm just calling him evil yeah. Sirius. I forget yeah, his name. that one. Yeah, yeah. That's right, right. And and then somehow they come together to make the the bigger form to blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then uh the last of those turbos is like the regulus we add to the I I don't really worry about the reference book because it's basically just a marketing encyclopedia. I'm very happy when stuff's adding to it. I do not take it quite as seriously as a lot of people do. 
Um, it's yeah. like Pokédex entries. Yeah, it's, it, it's, and as far as I'm concerned, if, until it's in until it's in the anime, it doesn't exist in the uh, in like. I don't pay attention to anything outside the anime as far as thinking about when something's going to show up. Yeah, especially since those profiles can either mean something or mean absolutely nothing. I yeah, I love yeah. them adding entries though, but it it, it was it was a relative. It, it feels like it's going to be it was a light year for them last year, I believe. After 2021 was very heavy, as I recall. But we'll see. Someone wants to know. Uh, various kid horror stuff is brought up as an inspiration for Ghost Game. Are there any shows you can think of that would be a good fit as an inspiration for a style of a Digimon show? We've answered questions like I this before. Feel like we have. I forgot what I was always saying. I think I well, I think anytime someone's asked me, me a question like this, I'm not going to answer my normal answer of uh, Simfogear. Uh, so my answer will be Metabots. Hmm. Because it is effectively kid with a thing, they have parts to make it modularly, and there's lots of comedy and it's fun to watch. Oh, that's right. Last time I think I said Fist of the North Star and just have the survival <laughs> in the digital world. Yeah, there, that's it, what I said I last don't, time. I don't remember what the question was. It was similar. It wasn't exactly the same, but it was, it was kind of the same. Yeah, it, it was something like, what kind of show would you like to see like Digimon a doing? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, Dev, what say you? I don't even remember what I answered last time. Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. it is, Steph. Woohoo! Just for a Digimon. Actually, if you take the kids out, that actually would be kind of interesting. Just so, to have a bunch of Digimon living underground and trying and to get out. and trying to put weird shit on. Pizza. And you know, one one kid shows up to be April, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's a bit like Hello Kitty and Friends, but Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's actually a good one from Ramon. When Espimon said, I want to evolve to, do we think that was a Digivolution tease or him being left out? The answer is simple. It's whatever the show ends up doing with it. If he evolves, it's a tease. If he doesn't, it's having fun at his expense. And it's having fun at his expense. And then he gets punched in the face and then he de-evolves. That would be fantastic just to see him get punched in the face. See, here's the funny thing is... As much as we mock Espimon, I would love nothing more than for Espimon Because here's the thing. If you remember the first episode, he appeared and we're all like, wow, he's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then they and never like, did well, that again. Yeah. And then he showed up again. Yeah, and then they never did cool stuff with Espimon ever again. But like yeah. the first appearance, he was a really cool dude. And we're like, wow, there's plot. It's an interesting character. He had good animation. I wonder what they're going to do with it. And then the next episode is just like, nope. Yeah. nope. And, I will, and I will say this again. He is good in Dreamers. I like him in Dreamers. But yeah. I mean, to answer your question, it could very well possibly be both too. Yeah. Okay. okay, here's a good one, and I've not had the time to properly think about this. Is there a director's cut of a movie out there that you feel is not as good as the original version? I thought about this for a long time before realizing I just generally don't like director's cuts in general. Like, make the movie you want to make. Oh, you don't always get that of, choice. Yeah, you don't outside, of studio, outside of studio meddling, which I underst- which is obviously a thing... I just generally prefer the original movies and director's cuts are just a couple scenes added. There actually is a good example of the. I actually just thought of it. There's a good example because since it's been available in better quality, people actually have argued about it. If the director's cut of Muppet Christmas Carol is better than the original or not. 
So that's one of the ones where I've seen that one. That's one of the ones where I will chalk it up to studio meddling. Like yes. that one I give a pass to. See, no, 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 no. I'm, but I mean, even now now that it's more easily available in good quality, you do have people comment that that song, while it's very good, it's very important character-wise, it brings the movie to a screeching halt and isn't necessarily suggested earlier enough to m- maybe it worked better without it. So it's... It I is studio meddling, seen, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that one I, I kind of give a pass to. So my, my take on the scene is it is absolutely essential for his character development to understand that backstory. And given... Given the source material that comes in the right place and is introduced in almost the appropriate way, yes, it's like that's that's important for that song. Absolutely, that that song is important for that in that regard, and they do yes. come, they do bring that song back at the end. So it's very yes. essential to the story. That said, the song's not very good, and it does bring the movie to a screeching halt. It does. There's Espe- especially since that was the actual like when they talked about it, the director. And the studio head, it was literally, yeah. we're going to cut it out for theatrical. It will be there in home video. In theaters with little kids, all you're going to yeah. get is little kids screaming about they don't understand what's happening. And that, that, was, prob- that was probably the right choice, to be honest. Make Bella Muppet. Look, I, I still like the idea of doing Knives Out and just ha- have B- James Bond there and everyone else be Muppets. <laughs> oh, my God. That's um. I that's where you. That. That's where you take you know one of the 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 female Muppets. I mean, Miss Piggy's already in it, so I guess use Janice or someone and make her the love interest and have her sing the song. That fixes a little bit. It does, but also like I don't think you do that song with a female Muppet. I think you need it to be the actress there. It's because here's the problem: it's a very serious song, and I think if it's just a Muppet there trying to like emote with him it just becomes funny and that's not the point you need something for that though for a song that for a song that's sad i'm especially have strong feelings about that because um star kid released their christmas carol musical they did like um an 80s they did the whole all of christmas carol with 80s style music and the song for that scene is so good It's like, oh, oh, that's what we're missing. Last, last call for questions in the chat. But yeah, the clo- I, the problem is there's so many movies that had random director's cuts when in the age of like yeah. the high age of DVDs, DVDs yeah. that it becomes hard to think about because there's plenty of them where it was literally the director's cut is the exact movie the director wanted to make, but they added in some floor elements that had cursing and shit so they could say it was unrated and th- they call that yeah. a director's cut even though he wasn't yeah. involved. I mean, probably the one that I hate the most is the uh, additional song, The Morning Report, put into The Lion King. I fucking hate oh, that song. Yeah, and just, that song. That, I mean, I've, I've seen it. I, I haven't seen that version of it. Was but that I've actually? Seen it on, I've, seen the, I've seen the song. Uh, perf- that song's on the broad, in the Broadway play, and it's yeah. pretty I, forgettable. Yeah, I was under the impression that for the movie, that was only available as a deleted scene, not in the movie. Is there an actual yeah, cut uh, for for the DVD version? Oh, they actually that did insert came that. Out. Yep, they put it in, and the point I... where like Mufasa is teaching Simba to pounce Zazu, that's taken mm-hmm. out. It basically turns okay. into a song. Yeah, okay, I have I, I have that DVD, and I never checked that. I was not even aware you could see that as yeah. part. Of... Okay, that makes sense. That was unfortunately the only choice yep. on that, that song. DVD. That song, the only place for that song is on Broadway. 
it's fine in Broadway. Okay, that okay, that makes movie. sense. Um, and then the last question: So, I want to know what do you expect for Digimon this year? Uh, let Let's survive. First, we need to survive Next Order coming out a third time. <laughs> yeah. Although here's the thing, and we've that's said it's going to be here, here's the thing. God, that's going to get a lot of undue promotion at Digimon Con, isn't it? Yep. Here's yeah, the thing, though, yeah. and we've said this before. There's enough quality of life changes. It may actually be a decent game now. Oh, it might be, but it's still it's not it's not as new as they want to hype it up to be. To be fair, so few people buy it that they can treat it as new. They can, but it's not. <laughs> it like, also hel- it also year. helps that it's not like it's not getting a PS4 re-release. It's not on Xbox. They're basically going it's Switch, cough, cough, and PC. So as a Switch game. We'll see how it runs. It may work. Here's the thing. I think with the quality of life changes, you may actually have a decent game there. It's still going to be a painful slog, but it may now be decent-ish. It's a painful slog the way Cyber Sleuth is a painful slog, which is kind of enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. So I'm... Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I don't... I don't fault them for re-releasing the game. It's like I'm gonna, I'm, I'll buy it at some point now See, that it's on PC. Here's the thing, but very soon they're go. Sorry, you go ahead. But what I, my point is, it's like the fact that that's gonna draw a lot of the oxygen from the game segment of Digimon Con is a little concerning. Well, to be fair, think about the way people are acting every time we get news about it. It's being treated like new news. Yeah, but just that the fact that they're not really. It's gonna take to away fair, to, from no. See, here's a the lot thing. of what they could. No, be see, that's the thing. Is for anything updates. they could announce at Digimon Con, they would. If they don't announce anything, it's not gonna have anything to do with Next Order, one way or the other. It, it that's what the, that's why Next Order feels like a bit of a cover. Yeah, I think it's that they want another they, game to release. And yeah. here's the thing: here, there's plenty of other times they're going to do this. Soon, they're gonna have to do some of the stupid ideas we've jokingly suggested over the years. Yeah, I, I so like this. This next order sort of realizes like they might not have a lot to say at Digimon Con regarding the game segment and a lot that they did I, last that'd year. That'd be better than last time. Here's the thing: they I, need, I'm, they I'm, need, if it's, I'm not convinced it will be. They need to if they frame it better than last time. You can do exactly the same thing and have it be good. But the main crux is you cannot have half an hour of Q and A and not answer any real questions. Yeah. So yeah. Soon, soon they're gonna have to be like, "What else can we do? We'll have to port Digimon Adventure to the Switch." Yeah, why the fuck not? Because they because then then you'd need to do an English version. To be fair, that make that a big deal. To be fair, doing the subpar English versions has never stopped Bandai before. No, I suppose. Yeah. See, and here's the thing: there's a very very little chance that what people want. A number of people want it to be decode, and that won't happen for a key reason. No, it's not happening. Because it, they changed the way stuff works. It's not going to work great on a single screen. So here's what's going to happen. If they were to ever do it, there's three options. They very basic port the PSP game and just do a little mini movie of the 3DS stuff. They port the PSP game, but try to clamp on what the 3DS content as they can. Or the option that will just piss people off, because I've seen it happen. Um, They have the main screen be a big screen, emulating the 3DS version, and have the little screen in the corner. (laughs) Now, some games do that. Like, here's the thing. I think for the the DS, 
uh, Mega Man Battle Network games, I think that will work. Yeah. That, that um, it, they tried doing that with Wonderful 101, and oh, it doesn't fucking work at all. That was a game that actually needed both screens for a game from the Wii U. Mm-hmm. And that game was not fun to play. I played it for 10, 10 or 15 minutes and went, oh, I'm not dealing with this shit. So we will see. But yeah. That's an interest that's an interesting thought piece for someone to put on a video game site is the uh difficulty of porting with it, with DS it, games. With, with it, or remaking D, remaking or reporting DS games because of their uh screen system. Oh, a lot of them just do go with okay, you just have the screen there or you just have a big screen on the left side and a tiny screen on the right side. And that's just how you deal with it. Yeah. It's but yeah. It's awkward either way. Yeah. AR, what have you been up to, and do you have anything coming up? Uh, I've been up to my like original novel stuff, so I haven't been doing a whole lot of Digimon stuff. But I am on uh, Twitter, uh, Tumblr at uh, uh, firstagent.tumblr.com. I'm going to start to put more some more original progress and stuff with that, just to keep it freshed up, freshened up a little bit. Yeah. Dev, what Wikimon article do you like people to read? Mm. Shinmonzimon. That is a good choice. A good choice, yeah. A good choice for the new year. Who are you? Have you murdered Dev? Who are you? It's Ancient it's a, Sphinxmon! It's it's a plot twist. It's, it's my cat that ran off a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally just heard that noise and I'm like, oh no, Dev, are you okay? <laughs> it's like it wasn't me! Dashed off so fast it got to Philly. Yeah. And I... And with the will as always. And we did not do it this time because I knew the episode was going to run long. Within the next week or two, they will be forced to watch Mystery Box stuff. I did not bring it up this what? time because I knew with two weeks of news, we would not have you to try, You tried to get us to do an episode last week and we said no. To be fair, Dev said yes. I decided... We, I, deci- I decided... I'm <laughs> crossing picket lines. What's going on here? I just—I dec- decided. I said I did not give a fuck either way. Dev, you say that a lot, and that normally means sure. In fact, your original response to being on the podcast was, "Well, I don't give a fuck," and then you have not left in a few years. Wow, was a scab. In fact, at least once, Dev, you've told me you don't plan to ever leave. No, I don't. You, I'm just, you, don't, just don't say that. Don't ever de- say de- that. At least once, Dev told me this is her. This is her version of socializing. She's, I mean, yes, it's mine, like I talk, it's, it's the only time I talk with people that are not my coworkers. Mine too. It doesn't mean I'm going to be here forever. Oh, I already know which of you is going to leave first. I have no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I've already been in this hyperfixation since uh, it started. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did I mean, I have, I've, I've had dips. I've dipped. I suppose the only I was out for a little while. The only way I had the artistic superpower to like hyperfixate on something absolutely forever. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I I did drop out after a little, but I was I've been in here since two thousand. So, although I will say this, I do expect AR to be more excited once Ghost Game ends and we think up topics. Long yeah, once we think up topics, it might be fun. Yeah, because yeah. that's once the funny we, part is it's and like and honestly, I don't I I don't mind talking ghost game as much no as no neither do i but what i mean not. is is like right before we got the news of adventure 2020 and we've talked about this before where like you were like we need to think of like topics to do mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah. and you were getting really excited about the possibility of it and then they announced and we've had the non-stop thing to talk about yeah, for years a... for at this point three years and they both have been not great 
at this Both point, at, thi- at this point, Ghost Game really Especially needs to turn- for my wallet. At this point, Ghost Game really needs some- to do something wild to turn it around and not be underneath. I, I, it's it's hard for me to disagree, but I am in like I think, and like critically, I think it's worse. But I'm enjoying it more than the. I, I can I can understand that. The weird thing is, is have you seen like how few people actually review Ghost Game and stuff at this point? Yeah, I've noticed because I I think I get more attention on my stuff. It than, uh, borderline I for the reboot. It borderline does not exist as far as reviews and stuff goes. It just vanished. I still see fan art though, and that's good. Yes, there's been some decent fan art. Definitely. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we will catch you guys next time. Thank you everyone for showing up. Bye. 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 Bye.